0: Oh, welcome back to Small State, a big takes. This is episode 202. We are zooming along, no pun intended. Stephen O. Scott is not here, so we know he don't got anything. Uh, I don't know. He's just, he's a busy man these days. So it's just the three of us. It's me. It's Josh. It's Gilly. And we're here to just uh, vent about the Red Sox and whatever else comes up. Boys.
1: What is up? Tough, tough week for for the Sox. I don't know. How are we how are we feeling about the Red Sox right now? State of affairs. I I feel like we've gone a like total roller coaster in the last like two or three pods where we're like, we're out, we're we're going to support the Mets. Then we're like, we're back in. We're just two and a half games out. We like Hosmer. And now we're wherever we are now after the Chris Sale bike accident news. Um Familia. So Oh, I don't. Uh, that is...
2: <laughs> you got to be pumped about an all-star, bro. Come on, oh, all-star reliever.
0: Another oh. all-star acquisition. It's, it's fantastic.
2: <laughs> the Red Sox are going in the right direction. You know what? I will say this: the feeling is so shitty. I'm trying to cope, but if somehow we win the weekend series. Uh. We're all going to be back on top, are we not? Like, we're going to be on top of the mountain again. Because if we beat the Orioles in this little one-gamer and then go in and, like, fuck around with the Yankees, I'm going to be feeling good, uh, just like always.
1: You're right, and that's probably what's going to happen. That's which the is worst. just so stupid because we'll, we'll, like, beat them, and then it's like we just lost three or four to the Royals, and we're like, <laughs> how do you feel? What are we supposed to do here?
0: It's so annoying. You take two or three against Houston. And for some reason this year of all years, the Red Sox just own Houston. Don't get it. It Makes no sense. We're all like, oh, let's go take three, four. sweep The Royals will be a game out of the wild card. Everything will look great. Get your ass fucking kicked in your dick kicked all the way up inside your stomach. Shit is not coming out because your shit is kicked in so far. You lose three or four chris sale gets hurt i mean we he was hurt already but now he's officially yeah. out for the season can't blame him there's a freak Stupid, accident. by the of, way of course it happens to chris sale this year on top of all the other freak accident shit that he's had just salt in the wound and oh by the way this is dennis Eckersley's last year i mean what yeah. the fuck?
2: oh yeah we haven't been on since that happened
0: right yeah that happened yesterday oh
1: that's crazy. That's I it, that's so sad. He's so like young in uh, in terms of like him being on the scene too. That's where it's like, I thought we had a little bit more time. He must just be like, screw this, like this shit isn't worth it.
2: I didn't read the article, but I did read somebody's conspiracy about it on Twitter saying that Vin Scully got to him because of everything that happened in the past year with Remy. And now Vin Scully has gone and Eck was a big part of the Dodgers and, and shit like that. Like, I don't know. kind of made sense. Like, but Andy's moving back out to California. So I don't know. Uh,
0: well, that's one thing I'll say is I'll never blame anybody in that position when they retire because they're, they don't have to be there. They're no. he played 24 years in baseball in in the major leagues. And now he's been with the Red Sox. I mean, I think I saw 2009. He came on full time in the broadcasting booth and he was kind of like in and out with them for a few years before that. So a good 10, 15 years there. I, to me, I don't know how, how old is he? 70. Let me, let me confirm. Yeah. He's something like that.
1: 67 right now. Okay. So
0: 67. He just wants to go do his own thing. I, I mean, I know you guys don't follow golf as heavy, as heavily as I do, but. Nick um Nick Faldo also retired this year. He's only been doing it for 15 or so years. Um at least he's been in the booth for that long and he just retired. He's he's just like, "Yeah, I want to spend this time that I can in a ranch in Montana and that's what I want to do." It's like, "Okay, you do that. You don't owe us anything. Same with that. You don't owe us anything to stick around. If you want to retire and and go out on your post retirement post retirement life. Like this, this is post retirement life, right? Is more work. So now you want to call it quits. You want to go just relax in California and Oakland and, and hang out and do your thing. I'm sure he'll still be around baseball. You know, he, he lives and breathes baseball, but if a guy wants to retire, of course, I'm going to miss him. Of course he's the fucking man. I mean, we that fuck. I mean, our fantasy baseball league has been named X stinky cheese for a decade. So Obviously I'm a big fan of Eck and and the ek- actionisms or whatever you want to call it the actionary. So it sucks but at the same time I totally see it.
1: That's got to be such a freaking grind man, especially like you said after you play 24 years in the bigs and then you're like on the road with a team just day in day out always doing a broadcast and I think did he I think he initially filled in when Remy first got sick is that what brought him on? And then we kind of honestly like what a perfect like fit in terms of a, the only type of guy that could replace Remy uh, even in that short stint of time. And just like, I don't know. I think he, he was like the perfect dude for the time. Um, It's a bummer that we're already talking about replacement of him, but I mean, who, who do you guys hope is like the guy now? Yuke is, is you kind of the de facto option? Our boy, Will Middlebrooks might have a, a little bit of a hat in the ring there, but where are you guys at on that?
2: I mean, personally, I I do love you. I also am kind of that weird person that likes Kevin Millar,
0: <laughs>
2: but um, Kevin Millar would be good too. I, I just I like the kind of pull away from baseball with Kevin Millar. Uh, like O'Brien is so like just he's the radio dry. guy he'll yeah he's I mean, he'll, cut and he'll, dry. Always,
0: he'll always be the radio guy and that's fine it, it
2: i love mean. hearing the stats from him and everything else and like you know oh and the, no too the you know and it's so calm casual and he knows what he's doing but and knows how to control the room but i want that kind of vibrance that somebody like remy somebody like Orsillo, like the funny times that's what i think about when i think about red sox broadcasts especially growing up and I think Kevin Millar is one of those guys for me. Like he he brings a little bit of that. So.
0: Yeah. It's I do like you. I do. I, th- I think replacing a color guy like like you said like that shows this personality is definitely easier because finding a guy that can do ba- like Don Arcelo was a rare gem where he was basically a color commentator but also play-by-play because he had such a, a crazy personality and close relationship with Remy where he could, he could be that color guy, but he was also a phenomenal play-by-play guy. Like those guys are very, very rare. And, uh, Don and O'Brien, he's fine. He's whatever. But like you say, he's just kind of boring. He never really clicked with anybody so far. And I think you could be, you has been good. I think you has been really good in his stint so far this year. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing him. I also would be on board with Kevin Millar because he's got that personality. Um,
2: and I I bring that up like because of that Houston series, Kevin Millar was there doing it with with O'Brien, and he actually got O'Brien to like laugh a little bit. And like they were talking about the um, the train that's on top of the stadium there in Houston, and Millar was like, "Oh, you ever been up in the train? You ever ride the train, man?" And Bill O'Brien started laughing like and. That's what. It, that's what we need to break the ice with him. You need to find somebody that does that. That's my general thought.
1: Yeah, and that's where like all those crazy like Eck things were like the perfect blend, yeah. right? Of, like, <laughs> the yeah, the
2: ek-ism. Steady Eddie,
1: Dave O'Brien of being like, "All right, and here we go," and then Eck being like, <laughs> "I don't know," just this crazy, all the, the stupid sayings. I'm gonna miss those a lot in terms of just like even just the random shit where he's just calling stuff cheese, and he says it in his way where he just kind of like. He's like, Oh, that's nasty. Even like mm-hmm. he loves how like things like that, where he's throwing out nicknames. It's going to take a, a, a lot for another guy to do that. I don't know if I, maybe you has the potential for that. I just wish he was a little bit more playful. I like his knowledge and like his uh his stories are pretty good. Right. Especially for us being like right in the age bracket where you connections to the players that we grew up watching is really fun. Um, but, Yeah, I, I do. Ugh, the eck is just replaceable, irreplaceable. Irrepla- um, remember the uh, I saw the clip of his uh, his Wade Miley comment in the studio. You guys remember that after uh, he like threw a fit with John Farrell? He's like, You just had your lunch, what are you doing? <laughs> Dude, the- oh, I love it, he like random a- shit like that. Like, who says that?
0: <laughs> and that's one thing is we saw some people going on credit like. Saying, why are you guys going to miss Eck? He was mean to David Price in 2018. Like, if the team deserves to be criticized, that was one thing Eck wasn't afraid to. If a guy stunk, he goes up there. And that was part of what was great about it is just his reactions to (laughs) anytime someone just hits an absolute tank, you just hear him go, oh, (laughs) just like into the mic. It's like he doesn't want to, like, he likes, he's rooting for the Red Sox. Sure, that's fine. And you can tell. That's part of the, you know, it's time to party. He was great. He'll be missed. We got to enjoy him while we can here. Um, Just like we had to enjoy Orsillo when we knew he was going. Um, So that part stunk, obviously. The Red Sox are already down one to zero here early on, it looks like. No surprise. Uh, (laughs) It's just been that kind of week. And honestly... Like, it, it's we're, we're here to we're here to bitch about the Red Sox right now, and so be it.
2: I am all done with Duran. I know this is going to come up already. Oh, so yeah, let's put talk it out there. Duran, Darren Duran, that That was insane, dude. Needs oh to God. fucking go. Like, I think he should be done in Boston, and it's uh, there's a plethora of reasons why between the chirping at the fans. His defensive play alone, and I want to just throw this out there before we get too far away from it, the defensive play. I don't know why we released Jackie Bradley Jr. and we didn't DFA Franchi Cordero. I don't care about the money at this point. Our defense sucks. It's horrible. And if we need a defensive replacement in the eighth or ninth inning because we're actually winning a fucking game, I'd rather have JBJ out there than Jaron Duran dropping a ball and it turning into an inside-the-park home run or a triple, okay? Like, it, or Franchi. Franchi's horrible anywhere you put the fucking guy. So, no. I, like, I, I disagree with DFA and Jackie Bradley Jr. 100%, no matter what. And it just rolls right into Jaron Duran. Sorry.
0: Yeah, I, we kind of been preaching this for a while. I've been out on Duran for quite some time oh. now. And, you know, he, you know, he kind of made me bite my tongue in the Astro series because he, you know, hit that home run and he doubled a huge game. I was like, okay, maybe this is a turning point. And then he comes out and mouths off after a big game. Like, okay. Way that to was be, insane. Like, how do you think
1: you are, dude. Way like, to be humble. Like speaking for the team when he said that, too, where he's like, yeah, we're we're good. Like, we know who's with us and who's, it's like, shut up. You've been here two minutes. Freaking yeah. relax.
0: And then what happens right after that? He goes in like a little casual 0 for 15 streak. Like it's nothing. Um, yep. Shocker. Didn't see that coming. And then their whole fiasco in Kansas City. And then after, you know, Alex Corey gets put on the spot. And he's like, yeah, he's our center fielder. We're sticking with him. We trust him. At
2: That's the, not him. It can't t- be.
0: I, I, th- I think I agree with you. I think it's just a shot. I think it's a shot. Like, first of all if Kike was healthy, Durant's not playing center field. Absolutely. Even even if Kike's still hitting 210 at this point in the year, he's still your center fielder because he was, I think, the second best center fielder in baseball last year in terms of defensive run saves. So he is an elite defensive center fielder and people don't realize that Kike is. Um I think that was kind of a shot. He's like, well, what the fuck else do you want me to do? We just DFA Jackie Bradley Jr. It's either Jaren Duran or Jalen Davis every day what do you guys want like Jalen Davis are we serious that's what it's come down to it it's tough I mean can you put Verdugo out in center sure but what's that gonna do just move the problem to another part of the outfield you're we're fucked right now with Jaren Duran and my ultimate fear is that Jaren Duran is gonna get this Bobby back length leash where we're gonna fucking let Kike walk in the offseason and Jaren Duran is gonna be our everyday starting fielder next year and that terrifies me
2: and J- uh, not Durant. um Durant. Uh, Bobby Dahlbeck, There was an article that was released today. Did you see that? They're trying him at other positions, so we're getting an even longer leash on Bobby Dahlbeck, too. So I will say, I, I don't know. It, it just you question the direction of like baseball ops. I'm gonna be honest that I, that cannot be Alex Cora saying that he wants Durant out there, and I know he's a clubhouse guy. He's a big team, uh, you know, he, he responds well to the players. He's a player's coach, right? But it, you have to say nut up or shut up at that point, right? If you're Alex Cora, it's your job on the line. I don't know. But it has to boil down to like Haim wants that guy to get the innings, to get the reps. It has to. Or some somebody, Sam Kennedy, somebody wants him there.
0: Yeah, I think they want to see what they have with him. And by now, with him, with Dahlbeck, with Duran, with Dahlbeck, we know what these guys are, especially Bobby Dahlbeck. Come on, who are we we trying to fool at this point? Dude is not a major league hitter. Jaron Duran is the equivalent of a single-A outfielder. He has no clue what he's doing out there. He has no effort, most importantly. He's not even trying. That's the worst part. That he doesn't give a shit and he's not trying to get better that's clearly they can clearly see that bobby i'll give credit where where it's due he tries he's tried at first he's tried at third you can see he personally gets frustrated with himself when he struggles wears it on a sleeve he just stinks it sucks but he just stinks jaron duran doesn't give a shit runs his mouth when he has one good game out of the 30 that he's played this year and he's just, I think he's just a prick. He doesn't seem like a, a cool guy. He doesn't seem like a guy I want to root for. I still root for Bobby Dalbeck, despite him stinking. I still root for him. I still want him to be good. At this point, I'm fucking, like, rooting against Jaron Duran. It hurts. I haven't rooted against a Red Sox player. And I don't i don't know the last time I was like, I just want this guy off the team. Especially a homegrown guy, where you, like, kind of get attached to them at coming up with the farm system. And, fuck, it sucks, but that guy just seems kind of like an asshole and I don't want anything to do with him. And the people that were kind of uh, unrelated, but the people that were just absolutely shitting on Chris sale today, grow up. Can we grow up please? It's very, uh, it's very unfortunate the way he gets hurt this year, especially cracking a rib, throwing pitches. That's the story. Fine. You guys want, if they want to stick to that, whatever. I don't know if I necessarily believe that. I don't know how he gets in his, injures his rib throwing pitches but whatever
2: that torque bro come on sports science
0: it's a little freaky whatever i'll (laughs) chalk it up to chris hill being an alien and he gets injuries that nobody else does and then he eats a comebacker breaks his pinky absolute shit luck and he hits a fucking rock riding his bike and flips over his handlebars i mean cut the dude some slack
1: would you? Have- and you know, it's fucking killing him. That's what get like That's That's the worst part. It, this is not like <laughs> yeah. a Ben Simmons type personality where it's like, ah, right. whatever, that sucks. But like, I'll take my check. I'll just sit on the bench and we'll you'll see me next year. Maybe it's like, no, you know, it's killing him and crushing him. Even like, look at the, the freaking meltdown uh, in, in Worcester that he Up had. Worcester, yeah. Where it's just like this dude cares probably too much. Maybe at this point he needs to kind of relax and just like let it come <laughs> to him. But uh, that is just insane, the takes of, like, like, he shouldn't be, like, what are you talking about? It's also, it's not like it was, like, a, a big body injury that happened that he was nursing back from. It's a pinky. Right. You're That does not infringe on your ability to bike that much that you should not be biking. I don't know. I just, by that the way, insane. he's to trying to stay
2: so active and protect the environment. He, he was. No, he's
1: being selfish, Josh. That's <laughs> what was he was biking
0: after a pitching session, too. It's not like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's not like he was like you said, he's nursing a hamstring or anything. He's nursing a pinky. He's just he's been pitching. They actually were saying that he was looking awesome in B.C., which sucks like more salt in the wound. Yeah. And, and he hits a, a bump on a hill and and breaks his wrist. I mean, only that could happen to Chris Sale. And I feel bad for the guy because he's the one of the biggest competitors we've seen since like Pedroya, in my opinion. I mean, would you think of yeah. guys that just want to be out on the field no matter what? Pedroya, Chris Sale. I mean, the list is pretty short in, in those regards for, for Red Sox players. You know, I'll throw Ortiz in there. He always wanted to be out there. Despite, I mean, he was playing with broken broken ankles in his last season. Remember the stories about how he could barely walk; his ankles were so swollen, and he was hitting three thirty with forty bombs. I
1: was, <laughs> I was gonna say, still put up numbers that <laughs> yeah. year. I remember him getting disrespected in fantasy drafts too. We like, did. ah, so, whatever, it's fine. And then he like put up crazy numbers. I think Connor is the one who actually yeah, Connor made, Connor the benefits a- that year. Yeah. And rubbed it in our faces.
0: Like it was <laughs> uh, so. And like, that is the worst part is that, you know, it's just killing him more than it's killing and hurting any of us. Do you think he is just complacent and like doesn't care that he has pitched 100 and whatever innings since his contract? Like, no, that pisses him off. He wants to be out there. He wants to be dealing because he knows he's still got it. He knows he's hey, he threw what? Ten innings this year or whatever it was. I'll tell you what, he looked damn fucking good in that Rays game, got off to a, a bad start against the Yankees, fine, but I had pretty high... Like exp- I came around to the fact Chris Sale was going to be a big part of the second half, and it sucks. It just fucking blows to see him not be able to to produce because he wants to more than we want him to, and can we stop comparing him to Carl Crawford and Pablo Sandoval and Rosnick <laughs> and- Castillo and-, 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 and all these other awful contracts? It's not even in the same hemisphere to me.
1: Yeah, no, everyone wants to just be a take artist too. Just like worst contract in Boston sports history too. Yeah, like I, oh I, I don't know. It's just, and it's just such it, It's just shit. Injury luck. I don't understand how you can put that on. I don't even know who people are putting on. They're putting on him, kind of. They're putting on Heim. You see, like the fire Heim Bloom, uh, kind of a little bit of a push on Twitter today. It's like, wait, what? Why would we fire Heim Bloom for? Chris would, Sale getting a freak injury who he did not even extend. Right. It's never, you know what I mean? If there's just like no correlation. People are just like they're just so upset and, with the Red Sox in general. They always are, realistically. But fucking. I
2: mean, I could see the fire and bloom stuff for a couple of decisions that have been made as far as like even your preseason roster construction this year when you know that Chris Sale and James Paxton are. Almost (laughs)
0: indefinitely, you know, like
2: indefinitely playing for this team. You had some uh bullpen issues, you didn't go and get anything, you just relied on guys that you kind of had in-house. That shit people can point out to Fireheim Bloom, but Chris Sale is just the universe, man. I I don't know, like (laughs) you can't really say much about it. It does suck that the money's on the books. It does. I'm not gonna like bite it any other way, but. You know, you can't blame the fucking guy at all.
0: Yeah, I agree. And you know what? Call me crazy, but I'll do the contract over again just because I love Chris Sale that much. The same shit happened with Evaldi, remember? I, and he he's kind of, you know, he, he really came through here in the second half of his contract. But after that first year, people were calling the Evaldi contract one of the worst signings the Red Sox have ever had. Guess what? He went out there and absolutely owned in 2020. Yeah, it was a lost season, but he was great. And then he was fucking fantastic last year and he was great in the playoffs. So the definitely lived up to his end of the deal there. And like you said, these aren't even fucking Heim's guys. These are Dombrowski yeah. contracts that right. he's that he's with. If you want to get on Haim about uh you know not putting the best team out there this year the year, sure, you can look back at the offseason and say Diekman was a failure, but I still think that was worth a flyer. Um the Renfro trade looks bad. Don't get me wrong. We'll see. Right. We can't analyze that trade for a couple more years, in my opinion. But it definitely didn't help this year because Jackie Bradley ended up being Jackie Bradley and sucking. But the biggest red flag to me is the just the lack of traction with Xander and Devers. And that is, it at this point, if Devers walks away, that is something you can definitely put on Bloom slash ownership. Um, and, but that's a direction that ownership kind of wanted to go when they signed Heimbloom is like, oh, we can kind of cheap out because this guy knows how to fix these, these spots. But at the same time, he went and gave Trevor story money. They weren't afraid to to, to, to sign Trevor story, who was honestly, a lot of people are going to say that he underperformed this year. If you take away, it's just putrid April. He was pretty damn good. And he was playing gold glove defense for you. So. Right. He, I know that in my mind, Trevor Story was going to finish this year with thirty-ish home runs if he was healthy and and play Gold Glove defense. So, don't regret that one. But if you let Devers walk, if you don't get any type of fair offer out there for Xander, those will be blemishes for Bloom for me. And I'm a I'm a bloom guy. So, but I mean, you, it, go it, ahead.
2: No, sorry, no, no. Go ahead. Finish.
0: I I am finished. You can go.
2: Oh, I was going to say if you're John Henry, right, he's so concerned with all of his little sports endeavors that he's got going on between the Penguins and Liverpool and everything else. Wouldn't you think the team that got you all this money, right, you'd want to at least to hold that. If you look at the Red Sox as an asset, you want them to hold their value, correct? So you're now, if you let Devers go and you let Xander go, you're really relying on Tre- Trevor Story to be the spotlight and you're going to get you know a decade worth of fan movement from little kids on without having guys like Xander and Devers on this team like you're not going to pick new fans up even from a business perspective so it doesn't make sense across the board to like not even just listen to the fans but look at this in a different way if your ownership you know you got you got to put these guys at the at the front of the the necessities right now i, agree. I would say though i, to, I do think
1: other ahead. than uki though how many other guys can we really think of that we haven't like paid that's what kind of kills me in terms of like people bashing the sale contract all of a sudden again and it's like wait a second So now, like, we're criticizing ownership for for paying those guys. Like, can you imagine if we did not pay Chris Sale after we traded all of that for him, won a World Series with him, and then we're just like, nah, let's let him walk. We sure we needed an ace and we got a guy that helped deliver a World Series, but let's let him walk. Like, that's no, we paid him because that was the thing to do. And now all of a sudden that's being criticized as a bad contract. That's insane to me. And uh, I don't know. I, I do have some faith though. I do think, at least for Devers, I am concerned about Xander. I don't know, I don't even know if personally if I think that Xander is gonna age that that well, to be honest with you. He's kind of proved power us dip this year wrong. is
0: definitely concerning.
1: It is, it is, and it's one of those things where obviously he's your dude, he he's the captain, uh, de facto captain, if you will. Um, and it's like you want him back, but if he walks for more money. Good for him. I'm not that bent out of shape. I think we're all on the same page, though, that Devers is a must-have. There's no possible way. I just I just do wonder of how willing to play ball Devers is uh, compared to, uh, to, to other guys we've seen take extensions. You know what I mean? Like, is he just pure, like, fuck it, no loyalty, I'm going to get the biggest bag I can? Or is he like, I'm going to hit free agency, hopefully Red Sox, just match the offer and I'll stay? um i am curious on that because that's that's one thing that we really haven't heard much of right in terms of actual details whereas like mookie i feel like we heard some some updates throughout whether they're real or not at least we kind of had more substance for those rumors but but now that's I, it's just so crazy though to see the criticism of uh of heim bloom as as part of this i i want to give him faith i want to give him faith in terms of he's going to resign them we're going to be good and Duran will get traded to the moon and we'll all feel a whole whole lot better come December.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the team definitely has to look different to an extent, right? Next winter. Um, But I think we also saw with trading Christian Vasquez the power of the roster is almost everything with morale. And there's not a ton of other teams that have this dynamic. There's just not. A lot of a lot of the teams in this league are pure business. But for some reason, it matters who is who's in that Red Sox locker room. You know what I mean? And the team with all this pressure and the trade deadline crumbled because guys were going in and out. Oh, what up, Steve?
0: Yeah, Steve. Yo, yo. And I was just gonna say we go. uh, back to like Chris Hale contract, the Chris Sale contract of all the contract, et cetera. One huge thing about here is like those guys can play in Boston. And yeah. when you take risks on people outside of Boston, Trevor story called Crawford, even Hanley Pablo, you don't know if these guys can handle it. Joey Gallo in New York. There's plenty of examples of guys that just couldn't do it lackey for a while, but he turned around and, and ended up being good. You know, Xander loves playing here. Schwarber loved playing here and was great at it. So it, it and you got to lock these guys up. Uh, so Steve, how, how you feeling, buddy?
3: Oh, feeling good. I mean, life-wise, but uh, Red Sox-wise, <laughs> fucking absolutely fucking terrible. <laughs> Ready for me to pop off, dude? Fuck Jaron Duran. Yeah. Fuck this whole team. And, dude, fuck ownership. Really, this is on them. Yeah. And I, I don't know if you guys – I'm sure you touched on it already, but popping off in the group text, Ollie and Gilly earlier this week, you guys – I think you guys hit it spot on about Cora's uh, comments about how it was like, oh, well uh, – this is the guy we're rolling with when it comes to Duran. So, yeah, because those that's all that they which are able to uh, provide this team. This team sucks ass. And you know what? As far as, like, Duran's concerned and this team, you know what? Leave him out there. I'm, you know what? This is what the, the ownership deserves. But let, let Duran suck. Let Verdugo suck in right field. Tommy Pham, let him keep trying as hard as he can, even though this team sucks ass. I mean, <laughs> Tommy
1: Pham is awesome, man. I do love <laughs>
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Dude, Tommy Fam is the only person that gives a shit. So you know what? We need someone like that. But like trading Vasquez, like Josh is saying, complete clubhouse killer. I mean, what the fuck yeah. are we doing? It's awesome. Also, um,
0: I I'm really hoping this is like one of those seasons where next year, if like the Red Sox are succeeding and they're you know in the hunt for wild card division, whatever. We look back on it, like on this day, on August 2nd, this was the Red Sox lineup. And we see like Yolmer Sanchez, Kevin Kloiecki, Jeter Downs, (laughs) Jaron Duraney, like, Oh my God, we were suffering through that heap of shit. Cause I saw something like that about the Yankees like last year. And it was a really bad lineup. Like, I can't believe that team made the playoffs, you know, was, was good enough to make the playoffs with how bad that lineup was. What was that huge first baseman's name that like we it was like oh this guy might be come out and hit fucking tanks i can't remember what it was but um it it, i that's kind of no no (laughs) that's kind of where i'm at right now no it was some some scrub that played like two weeks
1: and yeah you're right because he was like a 4a dude where he like triple a but he couldn't do it he was like a
0: he was like a chris carter-esque guy where you're like wow that guy that would have been cool if he was good, but he fucking sucked ass and struck out 60 of the time. Um, that that's kind of no. that's oh, kind of where that's kind of where like my mind's at. Next year we're gonna look back and be like, Yolmer Sanchez played like 30 games for us. Really, is that how down <laughs> bad we were? Jaron Duran was starting for three months.
2: Christian Arroyo. I mean, <laughs> I know it's, I like Christian Arroyo, but dude, he should not be. <laughs> he's a utility bench player. That's yeah.
0: what he, utility infielder. That's great, but he's not a starter. He can hit lefties well.
1: Chris Gittins. That's who it was. Gittins, that's who it yep. was. Yes. Yes. I, I Chris Gittins. It. Like
0: he was starting for the <laughs> Yankees for like two weeks in a row last year. That that's where I'm at next year. They put it together. A competent major league team. Uh, I'm hoping anyways. And we look back and are like, wow, we suffered through all that shit. We deserve to be good right now. Cause that's how you the Yankees what, are feeling right now.
1: You know, what's funny though. I, you know, what, I, am, as a, as a, but is a item by item though. Like Tommy fam, I'm in, I, kind of like it. That's fun. Uh even Yolmer Sanchez, I'm kind of in. Like where I'm just like, <laughs> he just plays such good defense. But you're right, where it's like some of parts, it's tough. Um uh, but
3: uh, do Hosmer, I'm in on Hosmer. I'm really dude, happy Hosmer that's... too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. A
0: competent major league player that we're not paying anything. That's the important part. I didn't want to pay his fucking his salary by yeah. any means. But if we can get Eric Hosmer for two and a half million for three years. I mean it's impossible not to take that.
2: 100%. I I will say this too. Chris, uh, Christian Arroyo just told me to go fuck myself. <laughs> he did. He right? really did. What he <laughs> really did? Timing. I was like, oh. And Christian Arroyo, I love Christian Arroyo. I really do. But he like we we said he's not a starter, and he just hit a fucking home run at, right after. I said Let it be known. So, you know what?
0: <laughs> I would love to have Christian Arroyo around <sighs> on the team.
1: Yeah. I just yeah.
0: don't want him starting every single day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. If he's your utility guy, I think you're in a pretty good spot.
0: I agree. I agree, and he's definitely got a spot. He's a good infielder, anyway. He's terrible defender, outfielder. He's not an outfielder. Let's. I'm glad we're done with that. But plays a good second base. He's
1: hot too, in terms of. Ever since he came back from that injury, he's like literally red hot.
0: He's actually one of the best, you know, barrel percentage guys on the Red Sox this year. Very small sample size compared to the other guys. Like, yeah, yeah. He finds barrels. He's a ball hard.
2: He is Austin Riley at budget. I, I'm, oh, yeah. like, <laughs> I'm like, they're like the same person. What? Looks, a take but, and like. a half.
3: <laughs> yeah, what?
2: In what way, Josh? <laughs> dude, I don't know. They just look the same. They have similar batting stances. Like, I don't know, man. All right. They, I'm with that. It's
3: just a budget Riley, dude. But I'll do it. I, I love uh, Christian Arroyo myself, too. I think he's a great utility guy, especially going forward, too. But, uh, Yeah, man. I mean, you know what, though, for this year, because I am fucking done this year. Like, I'll obviously, we're going to keep watching this team and we're going to keep bitching every fucking week. And G Baby's (laughs) going to keep tuning in and texting me and being like, dude, why are you guys still bitching about the (laughs) socks? It was funny the last time, like, about like two months ago, we had like a podcast that was dedicated to bitching about the socks. And Galen texted me, he's like, dude, I don't know if I can sit through one more pod like that. So <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. Forget. Sorry, you G Baby.
1: If he makes it this far, we apologize.
3: <laughs> God bless you, G Baby. But you know what though, in a year like this, I have no problem ro- rolling with a royal at like second and third. Yeah. You know, yeah. just like yeah. fuck it, right. go ahead.
0: But as far I- as Duran goes, I, oh, I like- fucking would way I'd much rather see a Royal play every day than fucking Yomer Sanchez. Oh, yeah. I like that there.
1: What? <laughs> Yo, you guys what? want to He's see Yomit? He's sick defensively. Have you seen okay. his, like, he just is. like the little shit? It's so What dope. about
0: the he behind does, the like, back, back, back? miss double play one he did?
1: That I, I gave him a pass for that immediately because <laughs> that would have been disgusting. That would have been like House of Highlights <laughs> level of, like, oh my God, socks uh, are back. Dude, Yeah. I, but I'm with we you really want to see want to try Sanchez to find that Every day, how that that guy is like, he hits all year. You're don't right. care. You not care. He should be the worst batter in your uh in your that's lineup. That's the but.
2: that's the JBJ mentality. He's right 30. there, he's hitting
0: right away this year. year. I don't he has, care. He's Yolmer Sanchez is four for thirty seven. But how many of those guys can you have in your lineup? You can't have you can't have Yolmer Sanchez, JBJ, and Jaron Duran and. Francisco Rodero slash Bobby Dalbec oh playing God. every day. That's four outs <laughs> right there. And then, yeah. oh, by the way, you have to play Kevin Plawecki or Reese McGuire. Make it five outs. <laughs> oh, on top of that, J.D. Martinez hasn't hit a home run in seven years. Woohoo! And Dude. Rich Hill is on the mound. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, throw an eighty-four. Um, today's game. <laughs> All
0: right, we've Ooh. got we've got a minute left. What is your guys' ultimate bitch fest? I, I mean, do we have any closing takes here or what?
3: quick one i think in actuality okay. yo the fucking red sox season ticket holders should fucking all come together and make it so tickets are less uh expensive for the rest of the year because if we have to fucking suffer through this fucking team for the rest of the year they should be at le- they should be paying us to come to the games thank you fuck the red sox
1: <laughs> <laughs> Orioles. all right hold it i like it all right I boys like it.
0: Appreciate you hopping in here at the end, Steve. I know you're busy. Uh, but you I know up. you couldn't I know you couldn't pass up Red Sox
3: bashing. So No, I hate these motherfuckers. So thank you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll be back
0: next week with episode two oh three. Who the fuck knows what our mood will be by then? But uh stay tuned. And maybe oh, we're definitely doing some football stuff soon. So <laughs> I was gonna say excited, Patriots excited. Excited for the Patriots. That. Yeah.
3: No. Excited for that. All right. Peace out, dudes. You guys, Later. thank you. <laughs>